want y'all to tune into that Sports Antelope uh, Redfish or Remix, Refresh. We, we, we come in with a new format. Um, you know, things are going to be a little bit different, going to be a little bit better. We're going to have more celebrities. We're going to be talking football. You know, we, we, we coming, baby. Um, and you know, I, I'm, I'm a little mad about them boys down there in Florida. I mean, they, that Gator Bay, you ain't going to have none of that LSU. I mean, they, they talking about throwing in African-American babies in the, in the water and all that. That ain't good. You know, we can't be having that. 2020, why can't we all just get along? And plus, my mama Coco always told me uh, it's good to use duck or chicken and put some rotten catfish entrails on there to catch your gators. That's the best way. That's the best way. And you got to have tags. I don't want no gator poaching. I mean, them, them, them animals were endangered in the 1970s, you know, but now Louisiana is very responsible with the alligators. And I just want to say, go Tigers. I'm Coach O, bitch. Coach O kills it again. Always good to have him on. The head coach of the LSU Tigers, national state champion, city champion, Paris champion. Welcome to Sports Antelope, the reset, number one, Woke University. I'm your host, Danny Belts. And here is my trusty co-host. The drunk neighbor. I ain't changing. He ain't changing. Podcast is a little bit. We'll get to that later. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about woke colleges, woke sports, woke stats. This is a big one, woke stats. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, kind of down the road what we're doing. My boy Tommy Bench is coming on to talk about like the woke anecdotal analysis from corporations. And uh, moving forward as we change the podcast, you'll notice the avatar is going to change. Uh, the format will change uh, and some platforms will change as well. And we finally got some people putting some money into this thing, bro. You like that? I do. I do. And do? you know, I, I think uh, one good thing to preface this episode with is that we're not rebranding as a dunk on the libs podcast. No. Uh, there is going to be some areas. There's just a lot of ridiculous shit going on right now. Yes. That I feel we need to put some level heads together. Level, not necessarily sober heads together on this. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, you know, even even Coach O, our contributor, he's not necessarily, you know, he... You don't have to pander to him the entire no, it's episode. It's not that. He's our boy, but at the same time, like, you know, we have... We're, we're a very diverse podcast. Yeah, this is not... This isn't InfoWars with Alex Jones, uh, but this is a good opportunity for us Although to... Although I wish it was. Because you have the documents to prove it. It's all documented, Joe. Is that what it is? <laughs> I saw Coach O wearing an InfoWars.com t-shirt. Are you kidding me? Coach. Wow. That better be that unsubstantial claim. Uh, otherwise, it's over for you. Miles Brennan says he's not playing another snap until he apologizes for it. <laughs> Zing, he'll be here all weekend. Tip your bartender. Uh, no, I'm not going to pander to coach. He's my boy, man. I love him. But yeah, this is not uh, smack the liberal. We're just going to talk about what's really happening here and what really is going on with like being woke. One of my friends told me earlier, one of the funniest things I heard, if you go woke, you go broke. Uh, and that's basically happening throughout the country. Um, it really is as far as corporations. Not all of them. Not the big ones like Google, Facebook. They're always going to be there, YouTube and everything, Twitter. Uh, but especially um, some local ones, particularly a restaurant here uh, in Covington, which I forgot to bring up with you, which we'll be talking about uh, here in the great state of uh, Louisiana. Anyway, um, woke colleges. So um, I don't know really when this started. Now, I remember, I'm a dinosaur. What are you, like, you're 19? You, bet, you can drink, right? 21? 29, boy. Yeah, you look like you're, well, you're a strapping young male here. Thank you. But at the same, I was joking. You just wear tight shirts, but that's fine. It's medium. But, <laughs> but, I mean, I remember seeing some of this growing up in college where uh, I was campaigning for a certain guy, Jim DeMint, and I remember some of the tactics 
from the other side, which is kind of weird, not going to get into that, but I just remember hearing some language growing up, and I was like, all right, this is not normal liberalism, because I have a lot of liberal friends, and this isn't really what I'm like used to seeing on a college campus, and that was like in 2003, and it's morphed since then. We're not even talking about like, <laughs> it's just out of control as far as that goes. Woke, uh, I didn't really know what that meant until the first time like you told me a couple I'm always behind. I thought hipsters were hippies until four years ago. I don't even know. I'm serious. I'm so out of touch. But like, if you had to define woke and you're, you can define it better than me. Woke means what? Like, Woke means asleep, basically. Asleep at the wheel. Like, I'm... Like, so, if you're not woke... Dreaming of some type of paradise where everything is... There's no offensiveness ever, and your life is... Everyone has to have the same exact mindset as you. Oh. But if you're not, then we have a problem. Canceled. 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 Oh, the cancel culture. It's going to come to me soon. But, I mean... When I looked at colleges across the country, um, you know, we, this started a while ago. Uh, Please do not use gender-specific pronouns during this monologue, by the way. Say that again? Please do not use gender-specific pronouns. Okay. Um, Danny Belts, he, he. Is that how that goes? He, he him. He, him. He, him. Sorry. He, him. That actually happened on a video, didn't it? We'll play that. Yeah, we're going to play that. Yeah, thank you. Okay, that's insert. Yeah, thank you. Didn't they say comrade? Comrade. Comrade. Personal point of privilege. Personal point of privilege. You gotta be kidding. So, um, oh my God. Personal point of privilege, dude. Uh, he's, so, dude, let's jump into Florida. Yeah, well, we will. Before that, I remember like, you know, uh, a few years ago, there was the whole UCLA Cal thing where there was white people that couldn't even step in certain areas or safe zones. And I, I, that's when I first started noticing like, this is getting a little ridiculous. Uh, if you talk about race and being radical... And then we kind of get into what happened. We can just fast forward to today. So the Florida Gators, uh, you know, that is a it's a public school, I believe, correct? Yes, yes. good public school in the SEC. As far Short as that, I, University. I know he was there. It is suck that, Uncle Fester. Uh, but yeah, so a very good school. Apparently, super woke. Coach O mentioned it earlier. There was some sort of racial implications behind that. Um, well, I don't really know, but I'm going to go ahead and quote. Florida's president right now. Now, this, this, this is woke to me. It's a bunch of words that don't mean shit. And when I tell you what this guy said, and I'm going to read this quote for quote. Now, how do you pronounce this guy's last name? It looks like fucks. It's F-U-C-H-S. So what do we say? Fuchs? Fucks. I'll just say, is it? F- just call him fucks. Okay. Because he certainly does not. Yeah, well, that is a terrible last name to have. Except maybe dudes. Except it's not as bad as... Mo Dix or Bo Dick, Bo, the, or Auburn quarterback. Blow Dix. Wow, yeah, we got that. SEC huh? freshman of the year while Derek Stingley was in the league. There's no way he's SEC freshman of the year. There was? Mo, Bo Dix was freshman of the year. Blow Dix. I bet you $5 he wasn't. I didn't take that bet. He looked really confident when he tried to take my hand there. Uh, and I, I only win 10% of the bets heads up versus the drunk neighbor. Okay, here comes Fox, the president of Florida. And I quote, while I know of no evidence of racism associated with our gator bait cheer at UF sporting events, there is a horrific, historic, racist imagery associated with the phrase. Let me, said. let me repeat that one more time. While I know of no evidence with the racist associated with the gator bait cheer at UF sporting events, there is a horrific, historic, racist imagery associated with that phrase. That is the most mind-numbing, ridiculous, stupid statement I've ever heard in my life. You are saying there's no evidence of something, yet there is entirely evidence of something. 
This is pretty much, and, and then he says, accordingly, the University Athletics and the Gator Band will discontinue the use of the cheer. Imagine them trying to do that with neck at LSU. How would that work? They could suck that tiger dick, bitch. Wow, okay, we're trying to dress it up, and we're going right to where we left off. I love it. I'm kidding, man. I like it. Uh, and then, um, I mean... Yeah, so if you had to give a like a what, like no, a parallel, so it's it's outrageous. That's like me being like, you know, uh, my wife. She's always around. Whenever she's not, she's texting me, calling me, Facetiming me. But you know what? I need to divorce her because I know she wasn't cheating on me. There's no implications of her cheating on me. But I'm gonna file for divorce for cheating on. Me. You're gonna cancel her. Canceled. Canceled. I, I that that statement. If you go back and read it. There's the subject and the predicate in the first sentence has a very demonstrative statement of we don't know anything. And then the very following statement is the 180 antithesis of what he just said. And if I'm a reporter in the room, I would say, excuse me, sir, can you repeat that again three times and then tell me you're not an idiot? That's the only thing I can do as a reporter because that is just insane. And it's statements like that that are made on the spot where you just say something and then I guess some people are like, sick. Yeah, man. I don't know anybody applauding that, though. I mean, I saw a picture. Actually, Coach O sent me a, a cartoon that looked extremely terrible of a black child being thrown into a gator pit. That could be one person writing so that. that makes no, the no, no, gator no. bait? He didn't mean that. He just sent me that. He could have been joking. I, I don't know. But I Googled, like, where does this – how does the gator chomp be right? I understand, like, okay – if you're an African-American in Mississippi, you might not like that rebel flag on your state flag. I get that. That's like, okay, I had no, okay, I understand that. But the gator chomp is now racist. And what he says, and the, the funny part of the uses of the adverb and the verbiage here is horrific historic racist imagery associated when the previous statement basically said there's nothing wrong with it. He should be fired. And obviously, if Florida is an academic, the one of the class of the SEC academically, which is like being... The smartest kid, I can't say that, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, the, not, the smartest, not so smartest kid in Get the room. Correct. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, I can't make fun of some of you know what I mean? But I, I just feel like that's just to me, I have, like you said, your wife's not cheating on you, but you think she is, so she's out. So, you know, there's no proof. Uh, let's just you go. You don't even think she is, but the possibility is out there. Well, there's a possibility of anything. There's a possibility. Exactly. There's a possibility of a lot of things. I mean, there's a, <laughs> yeah, there's a possibility that OJ didn't do it. Well, There's a know, possibility that Jesse Smollett actually was accosted by two white guys with MAGA hats and, and, and tw- negative 23 degree weather with a rope around his neck in Chicago. Yeah, sure. Fine. Well, it's good. You know what? While we're in the state of Florida, they need to change – Miami Hurricanes need to change their name because, as you well know, hurricanes are systemically racist. That, As you know, here in New Orleans, blew out only African-Americans. So I think they need to change their name as well. That is a phenomenal point. You know what? I'm actually giving you a real clap because no one's giving you credit yet, but I'm sure that someone else will have an opinion about that and say that uh, hurricanes aren't racist. When indeed we all know they are. So, yeah, I want the hurricanes changed. What about Katrina? Didn't you get effed up? You had My to go- name is Drunkness Ocasio Neighbor. Dr- <laughs> you should acronym that, man. Just get that down. D O N. D O N. The Don. Nice. Wow. You didn't mean to do that. He's so smart. He's the Don. He, so let's head out west. Yeah, let's go over here. Where? Uh, in like let's the take a fishing trip. What What are you packing for your fishing trip? Are you going to pack your nicest shirt? Yeah. So when I go fishing, uh, typically, Andrew, what I do is, is uh, what I, me, you know, I'm a fisherman. Um, where I had that stupid kid. Okay. <laughs> I'm joking. I used to go fishing a lot. Now I have responsibility. Ugh. But uh, yeah, so... 
Um, I shouldn't have said stupid kid. I'm probably going to get fried for that one. I love my daughter. I don't care. But yes, yeah, so when I go fishing, I usually go to buy, I usually go to Banana Republic and I really get decked out. Uh, I like to get, you know, spend $500 and I usually like to really get good shoes and a great shirt. And even though we're catching and gutting fish, I figure if I'm going to be fishing, I want to look real, real nice. But apparently that's not what Gundy does when he goes fishing because he's an idiot and wears a t-shirt moron. Well, first off, Banana Republic has racist connotations behind it, so the fact that you would ever shop at a place like that I'm canceled. is absolutely disgusting. Cancel them. Cancel the reboot of the sports anecdote. The reset, but that's okay. Now you're canceled. And Banana Republic's canceled. And everyone listening that wears Banana Republic, you're canceled. But keep going. You're about to make a more prolific point. Or I wait, wasn't. You weren't. Okay. So I'll, I think I know where you were going. So O-A-N. I send you this story and you're like, who in the F is that? That Gundy's wearing his shirt? I've never heard of one. No one has. But seriously, sidebar, who was more happy this happened than O-A-N? Their shirts are going for nineteen ninety five, and they're selling out. And I mean, they're just a, it's a right wing news group, whatever. I mean, there's only like three of them opposed to the 10,000 on the other side. It's like a small thing. It's like Infowars. When I first saw it, I thought it said OAR, like the rock band. I thought it did too. Like, I was like, yeah, man, I used to listen to that. Uh, OAN, and all of a sudden, the best thing that ever happened to them was Gundy uh, to go ahead uh, and, and do that, which is just, you know, pretty, pretty ridiculous. It, it, it's not like it was the KKK. I don't really understand. And then, as we find out what happens, um, I guess the point you were trying to make is... Gundy was wearing a shitty shirt to go fishing, which is what normal people that go fishing do. Is that correct? It was a crazy game of poker. Yeah, yeah. Well, he. That's an OAR reference. Did you know that there's a bet right now? I'm pulling this up. I should have had this. I, it's on the other. There's a bet right now that Gundy doesn't make it to August minus 250. The Cowboys sent that to me. I believe it was. I'm looking at it like, what? He's at. I would have to take that action the other way. Yeah, he runs still. He is still one. Didn't you say he is the tiger? I am the tiger. He's the tiger king. I mean, I mean, look. Let's put it this way. This is the cancel. This is what. This is the problem I have with this. This woke stuff. So your boy, what's his name? Chubba. Chubba Bubba. Chubba Bubba. He gets up there. Pretty good. Pretty good receiver. receiver. Running back. Running back. He's named after the gum. Got it. He gets up there. He doesn't like that. I guarantee you he had no idea who that news network was. No one knew who the news network was. Um, but my thing is like, okay, Chubb, have you seen this man, Gundy, before? Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> he has the Kentucky waterfall. You didn't know, Chubba? You didn't know that he probably wasn't woke? You didn't know there's a chance he probably votes for the Trumpster? You didn't know there's a chance he probably has 57 guns? You didn't know there's a chance that he probably isn't about this action that's happening around the country? You didn't know that he thinks the coronavirus is a bunch of bullshit or whatever? I mean, what, he just found this out now because of a shirt you didn't know about? And the, and the outspoken woke culture shuts it down. And then people come out of the woodwork and everybody, as you say, has a what? An opinion. Everyone has an opinion. And the big thing about that, about having the opinion, is that I feel that when people come out of the woodwork that aren't relevant anymore, just want to be relevant. We don't have it here, but look, can we just sidebar real quick and come back to, to Gundy? Kirk Ferentz. Kirk well, Ferentz is the head, for you who don't know who this, he's the head coach of Iowa. Now, if you're an Iowa offensive lineman, particularly a tight end, Kittle, Bastard. Single-handedly beat the Saints. God, he's so good. He's ridiculous. Who did he burn on that big one? It was Marcus Williams. Guess right? who? It was Marcus Williams? Yeah. yeah. Makes 
cuts, Shocker. takes angles like a Pac-Man villain. <laughs> you got me mid-wine. That was good. Oh. <laughs> um, anyway, Kirk Ferentz is, a, he is one of the greatest football coaches of my generation. Iowa's consistently relevant in a tough conference, and they do it with two- and three-star recruits. Every now and again, they'll get a big recruit, but it's never at a real skill position other than tight end and left tackle. You can't win with people that aren't four- and five-star recruits at other skill positions. There's a bunch of white people on the team. That's never a good sign, even for BYU. The Cancer Ward's up here. You've seen it. All the kids are watching the game. They're waving. It's the most depressing thing ever. I mean, it's amazing. I actually like Iowa. If you don't like Iowa, I wouldn't let you around my kid unless you went to Iowa State. And even then, I still wouldn't let you around my kid. My point is that this guy has a, has a reputation for almost like 20, 25 years of just not only establishing a foundation of building a prominent program through character, but if you go upwards and shred up, he only gets more and more amazing as it goes around the players. And then this one dude comes out and says... He wouldn't let me be black. No, we're going to stop it right there. What? what? i got to ask. Now, you can't ask the question because, of course, the minute you ask what that means, if you ask this question, what does it mean to be black, then you're immediately, I mean, you are the pinata of racism and here come the bats. But then we find out what that really meant was is he wouldn't let us blast like obscene stuff in the locker room. There's a lot of coaches that don't do that. Let me tell you who else doesn't do that. Nick Saban doesn't let you do that. And I don't fact, think that's very fair to the black community to be that the way that you're described. That you can't be black because of seen exactly. lyrics and shit. I think that's outrageous. It is outrageous. Uh, and the thing about that, yeah, no, that's actually being, that's reverse racism towards your own, which you rarely see that castle on a chessboard, but that's exactly what that is. And the thing is that to come after him, that's one thing. Okay, that's fine. You're going to call him a racist, which is absolutely insane. Uh, and then this one guy, oh, I, what, I forgot who it was, was like, uh, they don't have many black people on Iowa's team. I'm like, that's because there's not many black people in Iowa and no one wants to go play in Iowa. Yeah. Like, I assure you, he yeah, would take the he top would take, If he could have it, his whole team would be black. Four and five star recruits winning a national championship. I'll tell you that right now. The same with BYU. You think this dude wants to play? I mean, although they're all strat Mormons that are like 27 years old after their 10-year mission, we get it. A bunch of Taysom Hills running around doing push-ups when they're nine. <laughs> yeah. Doing eating like raw tuna when the, uh, I haven't eaten a carb in 15 years. Look at these babies. My point is that you're coming after him. And then, okay, so one of the players on the team did that. Now, I don't have much of a problem with that. But then everyone comes out of the woodwork. Slowly but surely. Everyone kind of comes out slow. They kind of, it's like vampires when the sun goes down. They wait. Make they, sure woodwork doesn't have any racial connotation. Oh, yeah, probably does. Years. Yeah, I don't know. But they kind of wait for the sun to go down. They're like, wait, not yet. So oh, shit, burn. And then everyone goes out, and all of a sudden, now Kirk Ferentz is in the clan. Oh, let me tell you. The fact that this man might actually lose his job, I'll not, if this happens, if he's, and I'm already in the brink, this is called the sports antidote, and I'm already like pulling my hair out right now, what's going on. That would be the first pillar to fall for me if Kirk Ferentz actually has to say, I'm stepping down because I don't know much about what's going on and I'm not woke enough. And I'll go ahead and be like, you know what? You, you, you've, got, you've got to be shitting me right now. And for those of you who don't know who it is, just Google it. And look at what this dude's done for Iowa over the last – and you know what? He, they've gone to Rose Bowls. They're 10-win teams and, a, and a, they have to play the Ohio States, the Wisconsins. They have to play the Michigans. The Michigan State's teams that have way better athletes that are way more relevant because they have way less white people. Is that racist? I'm sorry. Black people are way better athletes. Fact. I'm sorry. That's how it is. 
And I mean, it's like, oh, this dude's a racist. And then let's, let's go back to their side now to Gundy. So do you really think that Gundy, although he might not be on the same political side as most, I don't think he is a racist. And then someone comes out and says, he told me the N-word 26 years. Didn't someone say he said? Yeah. Right. It, it's hard. And he's a nobody. Right. But now he gets, a, he gets a microphone in his face real quick, right? Yeah. yeah. It, it's, Was it Mina Kimes? It, it's almost not even worth like diving too deep into that point on it because it only just gives them uh, more of a spotlight. And it's just... You know, if he did say it, then why, why has he been able to coach for many, many years in the Big 12? And if he's such a racist, how has he spent this entire career managing African-American coaches alongside him and African-American players on his team? It's very difficult to comprehend. It is very difficult. And by the way, most of the people that have gone pro in Iowa have not been white. And I mean, I, I feel that like he's... Well, I was talking about Oklahoma State, but Iowa. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You went back to the Big Twelve. I'm sorry. Yeah, but I mean, there's no way. Good. Dude, this is this is nuts. I mean, if you came out and told me there, there's not many coaches right now. I mean, like, let's say if like Strum Thurman was coaching Mississippi State right now, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, I got a feeling he's pretty racist. Or if David Duke was coaching North, like Louisiana Tech, I'd be like, yeah. Oh, by he the way, he did apply, but he just he yeah, came in second. By the way, David Duke started off as a Democrat, couldn't win, became a Republican, still. He tried to get so. the Grambling job first, though. Yeah, yeah, I bet that went over like the Hindenburg, but yeah, the Grambling job is right out there for David Duke. Uh, yeah, so. You know, so we have Woke College, and then, and then there's the last but not least, UVA. Okay, yeah, I don't know much about this. You're the one that brought this up. UVA has to change the handle on the sword because of the V or the D is some sort of... There's some Civil War connotation, and honestly, like, I'll look at that logo, and it'll never change anything. Like, I'll never look at it and be like, oh, I just they missed those They call the Fleur de Lis racist one? Yeah, yeah, but it's just, you know, it's a slippery slope. The proverbial slippers, like, are we just going to pick out every single thing that came from not just, like, let's say it's not even racial, it just came from the Civil War. Like, are, Thomas Jefferson founded that university, and, you know, there's, some, there's a lot of evidence against him. Maybe we should just cancel the entire universe. We should cancel $10 bills. Or is that a 20? Maybe. Yeah, I get it 20. mixed up with Andrew That's Jackson. That's Andrew Jackson is on the 20. Well, cancel them both. Jefferson. All right, how about that? No. Madison is on the 10. I think you're wrong. That's okay. Andrew Jackson. Alexander Hamilton is on the 10. Alexander Hamilton, whatever it is. I just know one's on a 10, one's on a 20. I don't care. We should get them both off. Uh, cancel them both, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and as far as UVA goes, you know, I blame Tony Bennett. He's on the nickel, I know that. He's on <laughs> Tony Bennett wins basketball games with way too many white people. And they're the reason UVA yeah, is actually... Alexander Hamilton's on the $10 bill. You make, you make me sound like I'm the idiot. What do you mean? I said he was on the $10 bill. No, you said Thomas Jefferson was. All right, let's throw the red flag out there. You can be the judge on that one. I just lost my 18th challenge to the drunk neighbor. That's not the first, not the last. Woke sports. Woke pro sports. And this is where, I mean, I could just do an entire chapter of my life. But the purpose is not really to get our opinion out there. It's to show, differentiate, like, what really is madness from non-madness. So right now, you know, the big thing right now is pro players saying to reporters or people on Twitter, you know, they love to say this, you never played pro sports, what do you know? When I ever hear that, I'm like, huh, interesting, okay. I never have played pro sports, so what do I know? 
well, even though maybe some of the best coaches and managers, not baseball, but in basketball and football, some of the best coaches out there weren't really good at pro sports or didn't even play pro sports. Uh, Sean Payton, how was his pro career? Bill Belichick, how was his pro career? Yeah, exactly. What's my boy? I'm slipping. Brad Stevens. Uh, he didn't even have a pro career. And I, I, I think he is the best. I'll say it, I think he's the best coach in the NBA. My opinion. My opinion. Uh, if, I think if he had the, the right seating. Boston's good. He's a great coach. Tough to argue that. Um, Butler, a bunch of white boys going to the finals twice in a row in college. It's insane. Not even Coach K or anyone can say they've done that. That has it never happens. Uh, the last two peat. When's the last time that happened? I don't even think did Florida. Florida two peated, I think, with Billy Donovan. And they won. They won both, right? They won, but still, that team was nuts. But uh, my point is that, like, you know, it's easy to say that, but like, I always wanted to, you know, ask someone like, let's say Kyrie. Kyrie, like, you haven't played pro sports, you don't know what's going on. Kyrie, what's your opinion on the war in Iraq when Bush was? president well i don't think oh, 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 oh Kyrie, did, did you did you were you in the army navy marines did you fight the war in iraq well no well then you don't have an opinion you never fought in iraq i think it's a fair argument you don't get to have an opinion Kyrie is a flat earther he doesn't get an opinion on anything he's a flat i forgot about that he's a flat earther anyway moving on he's a flat earther. good lord that's fine and then we go about you know woke sports get deeper drew Brees had to apologize for saying, and again, I don't think he realized what was going on, but you know, I don't think he ever really does as far as stuff like this because he's such a robot. And Drew Brees is a douche. We all know that. We love him, but me and the drunk neighbor agree. He's a, you know, Andrew, I'm all about the family and God. Jesus loves you. Da 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 da. It's like, care. yeah, Jimmy Johns. Yeah, it's just like King. we get it. Yeah, Jimmy Johns. <laughs> yeah, walk-ons. But at the same time, though, he shouldn't be sacrificed, you know, on the, he shouldn't be hung upside down on the cross for doing what he did. When about three months before that, my favorite thing I've ever seen in my life happened. I was waiting like Cartman, salivating by the TV. Like, ah, get him, get him, get him. LeBron James basically advocates for the Chinese just, just rolling through. He's just, a Maoist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess he is a Maoist. I mean, just, just rolling through. I mean, they're they're about to they're about to take over Taiwan. I mean, who cares? And then the fact that he didn't have to apologize for basically saying, "Yeah, I'm all about it. It's all good. Uh, the imperialists just take over, destroy everything. Not a big deal. Soon they're going to get to Taiwan." And by let's the way. let's back that up for a second for those that don't know. Daryl Morey, who's the general manager of the Houston Rockets. I was going to get to that one, but go uh, ahead. Well, that's where we were. No, I was going to say that he had a chance. No one made him apologize. And the, well, you're right. I put the carriage before the horse. What's the reason he said that was because, well, I was going to get it out of the way, but good. Good. No, I was going to say, Daryl Morey, who has more degrees in a thermometer from the best universities in the world, opposed the, you know, the, the communist Chinese regime. Uh, and then LeBron opposes him. All he even said was, I stand with Hong Kong. We're yeah. fighting for democracy, <laughs> the thing that allows you to protest. The thing that allows you to say whatever you want into the media and, you know, the thing that you seemingly want to fight for as long as people are agreeing with you, LeBron James. Yeah, and I mean, so the fact that that happened, and by the way, they are going to take over Taiwan like any month now. It's going to be insane. Um, the thing is, though, is that at that point, we, we think that, you know, LeBron is being this, you know, this, this amazing, you know, no one really knows what's going on. We find out LeBron doesn't know what's going on. And then he chastises, you know, Morey for that. And we find out that who has to... And the thing is, this is the classic woke. Who apologizes? Daryl Morey for saying that he stands with the Democratic, you know, of Hong Kong 
democratic society of Hong Kong as opposed to the Chinese regime, the imperialists of China. And that to me is just, I don't know. I, I just feel like that's just part of the woke NBA. We can get into that all day. You know, You're woke I, as long as it, you don't have to see it in your face, as long yeah. as it's in China and it's not going to cost you a lot of money. Yeah, I know. And you know, the NBA just really loves that money, even though China is such a great country. And then we have, you know, we get to the NFL, Sean Payton, our own coach here, Sean Payton, super woke, super woke. And by the way, his tweets look worse than my drunk texts that I send to you sometimes when I'm like in other cities, like, what's up, you bitch? And it's like, oh, you know, like misabbreviated and everything. When he tweets, it's like, it's like reverse Random in- capitalization. Yeah, it's like reverse indentation. It's almost like it's Mandarin. It's going backwards. And, I, you know, I just think that, you know, he's super woke. And that kind of started this whole thing. I know we all know what happens. Breeze gets sacrificed. And then here's my, here's my problem. I know there's a lot of people in New Orleans that listen to this. And I have a huge problem with the Saints right now. I'm sorry. But uh, Cam Jordan, I'm sorry. Uh, he can kiss my ass. Michael Thomas can kiss my ass. Especially Malcolm X, a.k.a. Malcolm Jenkins, who I, the minute he came back in Philadelphia, I didn't like that. And you know the Eagles, all my friends in Philly, they didn't like us ass anyway because all he did was get burned up there. He did nothing to help him win a Super Bowl, but he was the first one to make controversy in the locker room. No, really, this is my. No, it's and true. I hate the Eagles. It's true, and you know, I I can only think what would happen if you know Ryan Ramchick was a contributor to Fox News. But Malcolm Jenkins is on CNN as a social justice contributor now. That's it. He actually is paid by them to come on and talk about that and is applauded as a hero. Now, look, that's fine. Ryan Ramchick on Fox? You said that? Yeah. That's, that's, he'd get canceled. Yeah. So, Immediately. Uh, well, I knew you said it, but that's a great point. I never thought of that. And, and, you know, like, I can see him. I have no problem with Malcolm Jenkins saying what he's saying. And no. Especially guys like Demario Davis, who actually— Well, he actually does it. Walk the walk. Yeah. Like, I they know. actually... He said a lot of stuff about the about the uh, border between Mexico and America, and he was actually in that number. <laughs> I like that. I do. And, but, nice. Nice. So, I have no problem with that, and I have no problem with Malcolm Jenkins speaking out against systemic racism, because, you know, maybe there are some things in this country that can be done better. Of course. Like, I'm not going to sit here. I think we all watched that George Floyd video. Anybody... And I have not met a single person nope. that had that backed that cop up or any of the cops that surrounded him. I don't know anybody. And the guy is in prison now, or jail at least, and is going to prison for the rest of his life. We can only He'll hope. be dead in the next month. I, I, absolutely. Yeah. So my, my problem there is, like, we're all on the same side, so why are we divided on this? That's like, the great, we all think us? that he's a disgrace, but we can't just turn this into all cops. And it's turned into this defund... The police, which is the most outrageous thing in the world, and I, I'm sorry, I won't go too far down that I'll rabbit hole I'll, I'll because I think it's absolutely disgusting what's going on. We uh, something that really could have united us on this cause against the violence that can happen to African Americans by police officers. Not that it happens as much as is portrayed on the news. In fact, a black criminal murdered a white police officer here in our own town of Mandeville, Covington. Not too long ago, within this year, but that will never be brought up again, I'm sure. But I just want, you know, a lot of this has been right-leaning, but I think we do understand the fact that there is, there can be problems, but we all saw what happened in Minneapolis, and we're all disgusted by it, and, I, you know, I, I don't think there, it's there's a time not for one person division. that said, 
that is typical police procedure. Like, no, it's not. And that's yeah. absurd. You're an asshole, yeah. and you deserve to be in he'll prison He'll kill himself or, or he'll get killed. Yeah, someone's going to kill him. And they should. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I don't care. But, you know, I, I agree with you there. And I guess my point, more or less, was I don't have a problem with, with Malcolm Jenkins being Malcolm X. That's totally fine, even though he still can't tackle. It gets a little sickening, though, right? Well, I mean, I don't mind. I mean, that's what it is. It's his thing. It's not a big deal. Although, if Ramchak, you know, went on uh, Hannity, it'd be over for him. Sorry, Ryan Ramchak. Yeah, my bad, dude. But he would be the guy, though. He would be the guy. It's a perfect example. But the one thing that I want to bring up is, is like, my point to here is, is here you have a bunch of adults. Now, you have the kid in Oklahoma... Um, what's his name again? Oklahoma State. Hubba Chubba. At least he kind of came out and said, All right, I probably shouldn't have done that. I could have taken this in-house. He's only 19 years old. You have a bunch of grown men here. Malcolm Jenkins is in his mid-30s. He's old. He, we drafted him a long time ago. We have Cam's almost 30. This is where, instead of trying to be politically woke on Twitter and having everyone get read, why don't you just pick up the phone and call Breeze and say, dude, you don't get it. That's the wrong thing to say. Go back on there and just say you don't get it. Instead of the bu- the bullshit where they divide their own locker room and then it gets glorified by the crazy media and all of a sudden men become adults and now it's Lord of the Flies. And now we're running around, there's a pig's head that's rotting in the Superdome and there's this other kid over here who's naked. And I, to me it's like, I can't imagine doing that. If I had a problem with you or whatever, even if we were the big, let's say this podcast was huge. Let's just say, yeah, <laughs> let's just say that's not a problem with you, and then Coach O's over here, and the three other guys that are behind the scenes and whatnot, and I had a problem, and I put it on Twitter, and then it blew up. I would imagine you guys would want to beat the shit out of me, because that's, that's, that's what a coward does. You talk man to man, even on the phone. Go to his house. I guarantee you Cam's been to Breeze's house. Confront him face to face and say, bro, you don't get what's going on. What you said is wrong. This is not about the flag. It's about this, what you don't know about, which we don't know about, which I get completely. And then you squash it. Then Breeze goes back on and says, after talking privately with my teammates, I understand now that I am wrong. And that, I would have been like... But I will still stand for the national anthem. Well, okay, sure. A lot of people still will. And salute. Well, if he takes a knee because of this, I'm gonna have, I'm I'm gonna be like you know. Well, he's just taking a knee. He may as well get that on both knees and swallow. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, the drunk neighbor, baby, I love it. And you know he's right, and you you are right. And the thing is, right, it's not to get too, too, to to get too righty on here or lefty. It's just these points we're making. I don't know how you can say, well, no, I I think Drew Brees really should have had to apologize, like, or he should have had to. Did you see that Brittany Brees had to wash Michael Thomas's feet? Did you see that video? Don't tell me that. Okay, I, I just—that's a real thing. That. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, That—that's—that's that's where I, I kind of—I don't draw the line there. I drew the line a hundred yards prior, but we're taking it to a whole new level. But you know, woke sports—it doesn't stop there. And then there's woke colleges. We talked about that. But then there's one more other thing, though. It's called woke stats. So I'm gonna play you a little clip here—a clip here from Michael Greenberg. There is not one journalist I loathe more in this world nearly than Greenberg. Is he a genius? He's very smart. We get it. He's a great journalist. Is he good at what he does? Yes. He's the second highest paid person they have at ESPN. He's very smart. He went to Northeastern. It was a Northwestern. 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 Northeastern's a better school anyway. It's the one in Boston, right? Yeah. Actually, Northwestern's a better school, right? Aren't they both good schools? They're both good schools. Yeah, well. Directionals. It ain't, it ain't no Delgado. That's all I know. I'll tell you that. But this is a clip of Mike Greenberg, and we're going to talk about woke stats. And then we're going to give my rebuttal, and it took me all of a minute and 30 seconds to put this together on my end. We're going to wrap it up after this, but here we go. 
Now, if you Google the name Colin Kaepernick, almost none of the first things that come up have anything to do with playing football. And there is an endless list of understandable reasons why that's the case. But the result of it all, I believe, is that many, if not most people, have completely forgotten how good a football player Kaepernick was. Some may remember that he was once one play from a championship and maybe that he once ran for 181 yards in a playoff game, which is still the most by a quarterback ever. But there's a lot more than that. Cap was a great runner. Steve Young is the only quarterback in history with more postseason rushing yards. Cap was also durable. He made 53 straight starts for the Niners, which is equal to Joe Montana's longest streak with the team. And most of all, he was a very efficient and risk-averse passer. He has the fourth best interception rate in history. He's fourth. Tom Brady is fifth. He has the sixth best touchdown to interception rate in history. He's sixth. Drew Brees is seventh. And finally, Kaepernick's much maligned final season was not nearly as bad as some people want you to believe. In that season, he had a better completion percentage than Cam Newton, more yards per attempt than Eli Manning, and a better passer rating than Phillip Rivers. All of this while his best receiver was Jeremy Curley. So here's where we are. Cap is only 32. That's younger than 15 quarterbacks that started a game in the league last year. Now, I have no idea what the impact of all the time off would be if he gets another shot. But once and for all, this has to be said. The idea that this guy would be fortunate to catch on as a backup has absolutely nothing to do with football. <laughs> because he was always much, much better than that. You know, that right there is brilliant. This is the biggest manipulation of statistics I've ever seen in my life. Right now, he mentioned Kaepernick with Brady, Montana, and Breeze, and he did it. And Steve Young. And Steve Young, excuse me, with pretty much statistical data to buy that. And this is where your typical Twitter thing gets hit, and everyone goes, oh my God, it got a bella bella. And that's amazing. Whoever came up with that, if it's Greenberg or not, uh, that is amazing. That is a, the erection of an amazing pyramid of data that really pinnacles at the sun because you just made Kaepernick seem like the best quarterback in the NFL. A guy who basically quit after being beat out by Blaine Gabbert. Well, he was better than him in preseason. I know that. Uh, yeah, Blaine Gabbert, the stud from Mazzara. But yes, still in the league, right? Still in the league. Actually, if Blaine Gabbert's in a preseason game... You bet it. Bet it. Dude, he's the preseason GOAT. They showed this like two years ago. His preseason ranking, he's like, he's the GOAT of preseason. Anyway, take him in the first half where they take him out. But So that's amazing. So we talk about ratio. And we're going to wrap the episode up soon. But touchdown to pick ratio. I've always loved that one. Colin Kaepernick was the lowest in the NFL every year he played nearly in attempts. It's very difficult to throw interceptions when you don't throw the football. So right there, you can throw the whole that out the window. If you throw 16 interceptions and four touchdowns, is that better than, I don't know, 30 interceptions and 15 touchdowns? No, but the ratio says it is, so I guess four to one is better than that. Well, that's fun. I guess I can buy into that, I guess, even though I know that Kaepernick's career was statistically terrible. Uh, he had a losing record as a quarterback, but that's not a big deal. But here's the thing I like to talk about is that, okay, you bring up the side of the passing. And, you know, it wasn't an accurate passer. never was. I know more about Kaepernick than anyone on here. All the way back to Nevada versus Boise. Don't get me started again. We all know that. Those who have listened to here for a while know that I used to love this guy. Um, not anymore. But here's some woke stats from Greenberg, right, that the ratio's there. And comparing him to the people in the room. Those four quarterbacks he mentioned – 
might be top 10 quarterbacks. Can yeah. we agree? I mean, it's, they're there. It's there. Of course, woke ESPN has breezed out of everything. Yeah, we love uh, that. take that shot. Yeah, we, yeah he, he's just so – he sucks so much. Oh, I guess he's the uh, – one of them calling the Craig Biggio of football. That, that's what you would really get you revved up, right? Like, what a, if you think Craig Biggio should be – You're be so lucky. <laughs> Craig Biggio is one of the best baseball players of my lifetime. But um, So here's a – we talk about the passing. And because he never threw the football a lot, uh, he had a good interception-to-touchdown ratio. And he did have a lot of rushing yards, and he did have a lot of great games, one particularly against Green Bay in the playoffs, where he had some of those electric runs that I watched him have in Nevada. Used to write about him. I used to say he strides like a gazelle, um, and, and he does. Racial connotations. Yeah, I guess now it is, but, you know, I mean, he was amazing. But let's get on the other side of this. See, Greeny, I, I can do this too. This only took me two minutes. I wish I could debate Greeny. I, I wish I could because everything that he just said is so statistically warped, it's insane. How about this one? Colin Kaepernick, 58 starts. He sacked 171 times. Let me repeat that. 58 starts. 171 times. Average sack, average yard per sack, around 9.5. That ain't the offensive line's fault, Chief. That's you running around with the pocket presence of a child. You don't like it? You don't like facts? Go look it up yourself. That's 2.95 sacks per game. That's the third highest in NFL history with enough starts to qualify. Who's ahead of that, David Carr? I, David Carr's number one. He has way more sacks than Kaepernick. But that actually might not have been his fault because they really invested in that offensive line as much as they did with Andrew Luck. No, you're fine. And the other thing is he didn't have a lot of picks. Okay, how about this? In the 375 rushing attempts that Colin Kaepernick had, he fumbled 40 times. 40 times. One more time. 375 rushes, he put it on the ground 40 times. That means that 10.6% of the time he touches the ball it's going on the ground. The average NFL for that, the average, the average for NFL quarterbacks or running backs that actually rush, as in not sack fumbles, attempt to rush, is 2.6. That is absurd. So why don't we talk about that, Greenberg? The fact that nobody wants Kaepernick is maybe because the fact that when the NFL designated his own tryout in front of multiple media sources that were there, including ESPN, including ESPN2 that were waiting there by bated breath because this is their guy as they're so woke. As a matter of fact, they're woker than him. ESPN's way woker than Kaepernick, which is like me saying that I'm way better than Michael Jordan. That's, that's, that's hilarious at this point. And he tipped doesn't show up there, shows up not only close to there, like 55 states the other way. I think he was in Egypt at the time. That's probably racist too. He was nowhere near they're supposed to show up and he had his own private crew there. This is the definition of a felicity stunt. By definition, this is it. So I love how we're still talking about this. We're talking about woke statistics and I'd love to hear how Greenberg can just defute what I just said because my statistics are way more real than his because I didn't have to ratio this out. That's just bottom line. How about that, Chief? I didn't go to Northwestern. I went to culinary school, pal. <laughs> Flipping hash, son. You like that, Brown? I like that. Yeah, do you? I'm running out of gas here. Not right? bad. Well, I mean, we have woke sports. Woke st- we have woke sports, woke colleges, woke companies. We have woke stats. I guess if you ain't woke, well, I guess if you are woke, you're about to be broke. Are you going to buy more because of some company that wants to advertise for that? Probably not. Nah, man. No. Nah. All right, man. 
You want to wrap this one up, bro? Let's call it a night. Call it a night. All right, guys. Welcome to the Sports Antelope, the reset. Number one, uh, the first one, Woke University. Uh, we'll be back next week, and then in a couple weeks, you will see where we're going. Got some prominent guests coming on here. Big comedian coming on. We love that. Uh, we're going to be taking this direction, which you'll see soon. We're, we're, like the, we're not like a rubber ducky. We're like a battleship. We're slowly kind of going starboard, you know, but you'll know when we get that head of steam, we'll be rolling. Thanks for joining the Sports Antelope, the Reset. I'm your host, Danny Belts, and this is my co-host, the North Korean Santa. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We need it. Who's the North Korean Santa? We're getting Santa? started. <laughs> subscribe, rate, review. Did I call myself the North Korean Santa? You did. I'm sorry, the drunk neighbor. I've had a few belts. <laughs> I'm Danny Belts. <laughs> Too many belts here. Yes, but he said, you cannot find me on Twitter at NKorean Santa, but we will have an Instagram page soon. We're paying some people to do this. It's going to be great. Uh, we'll be on back on Twitter and Facebook. We'll have all that stuff going on. But yes, rate the podcast, please. Subscribe. Uh, and, and give us a review. It always helps. There's been some interesting ones of late, and I think I know who some of you guys are. I you know what you. You should do? we should do? Uh, if you go on and leave a review, we'll read them online. Please do a, uh, a googly for the North Korean Santa. <laughs> a googly? Yes, do one of those. I like that. Yeah, read me the RIP. I'll take it. All right, buddy. We'll get out of here. You ready to roll? Peace. See you next week.